0: For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster. To give you a future and hope. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. Hey everyone, and welcome to the second episode of Tea Time with Tasha. I am super excited for this episode because it is the start of the Fight for Your Life motivational series. Today we're going to be talking about feeding your seed. Now for me, I see the seed as myself and my gift. However, for you, it can be yourself, your gift, your hopes and dreams, your family, friends, or whatever you hold dear. So my question to you is, what are you feeding your seed? You can answer this aloud, or if you're like me, you can scribble this on whatever piece of paper is available. I ask this because... What you feed grows and what you starve dies. What you feed grows and what you starve dies. I repeated that because this is the quote that I mentioned last week that I heard in this sermon. And this is what sent bells and whistles and confetti and parades and banners, whatever you want to name it. This is what let me know that I had to use this in this podcast and What really got this podcast off the ground? But back to the important question. What are you feeding your seed? Before a seed can become a plant, it needs a few things. Okay, before I continue, quick warning for all of you. I love science and math. So since we're talking about plants, I have to do a little tiny science lesson. I promise it's relevant. Please don't turn your ears off. Just stick with me, and you'll see where I'm going with this. Seeds contain a tiny plant that needs the right conditions to grow. What are these conditions, you may ask? Well, that's a great question. I'll tell you how. Seeds need water, the right temperature or warmth, and a good location or soil. During its early stages of growth, the seed relies upon the food stored within itself until it becomes large enough for it to form leaves and begin making its own food through photosynthesis. Now ignore all that science stuff in the end and focus on the beginning. During its early stages of growth, the seed relies upon the food stored within itself to grow. So again... What are you feeding? Your seed. Are you feeding your seed negative thoughts, doubts, and fears? Are you letting other people feed the wrong things to your seed? When I say wrong things, I mean you're allowing others dictate how you should be feeding your seed. Are you in healthy soil? Are the people you're surrounding yourself with draining you of nutrients? Are you in the wrong environment? Are you somewhere that's cold and harsh when you and your seed need to be in a place of love and warmth? If the answer is yes, then you know why your seed isn't growing. And to be completely honest, you can't be upset that it's not. You have to take charge of what you feed your seed and where you plant your seed. I mentioned above what you feed grows and what you starve dies a conscious effort has to be made of what you're going to starve. And by starve, I mean pushing out certain thoughts and doubts, ignoring negativity, and being very careful of who you're sharing your seed with. Why am I stressing this? When we don't feed something normally in life, like a goldfish, it dies. You know you have to feed your goldfish once a day or twice a day or whatever it is. And when you don't, your goldfish will die. It's the same thing with this. When we feed into doubt, fear, negativity, or whatever is putting a damper on your spirit, you're allowing it to have a life. You're allowing it to breathe life when it shouldn't. I know it's easier said than done, but I think there are some negative situations, surroundings, or people that we could do without. By removing these things, focusing on your seed and your watch. You allow distractions to die. Sometimes instead of allowing the things that distract us to die, we allow our seed to die instead. I'll say that again. Sometimes instead of allowing the things that distract us die, we allow our seed to die instead. I think we all know when our seed is dying. And personally speaking, it's easier to ignore things instead of fixing them. For the last year or two, I've been fighting and starving my gift, and that weight is heavy. That weight where you're miserable and doing what you don't want to do. It's not necessarily as heavy as Ellie, but I definitely felt it and carried it with me. Instead of trying to lift that weight, I only added to it by ignoring my seed. It wasn't until I stopped running, stopped hiding, and stopped fighting that I realized when I fed my gift and... Spoke my truth, I felt lighter, better, happier. Why? Because my seed was receiving the proper nutrients for the first time and it was allowing my seed to grow. There's a quote I heard this week that really hit home for me. It says When you're in a dark place, you sometimes tend to think you've been buried. Perhaps you've been planted. And that's why I used Jeremiah twenty nine eleven in the beginning, because it's a future of good and happiness, love and hope that I look forward to. It is my all time favorite scripture. It humbles me. It grounds me in, in moments when I'm being planted and I'm thinking I'm being buried. I use this scripture as a reference and it lets me know that God would not create a future for me of disaster, one of harm. It's a place full of love. And hope, and I should look towards the future with hope instead of fear. Lastly, I ask, what's your seed worth to you? If you could make up a price right now, in this very moment, for your seed, what would it be? And if I were to offer you the amount of money you just thought of to only invest in your seed, would you take it? For me, you can't put a price on my seed because it's priceless. I know that sounds corny, but it's true. I'm a giver and I'm a helper. I love with my whole heart and I give with my whole heart. And sometimes I even give to those who use and abuse that aspect of myself. I realized by constantly putting myself last, most importantly, putting my seed last, that I was taking away value from my priceless seed. I was saying these situations, these people, were worth more than my priceless seed, and I've now come to the point where that's completely unacceptable. Nothing, and I repeat, nothing, should be worth the cost of my seed dying. I had to make a conscious effort of what needed to be fed And what needed to starve and die. And I'm not saying it's easy because it's not. For me, who's a yes woman and says yes to everything first without thinking about the consequences afterwards, I realized that I had to start saying no. It meant making myself less available to certain people in certain situations. I have spent many nights crying and boldly arguing with God because I am that bullheaded, stubborn child. And I clearly need to learn things the hard way. And after learning things the hard way, I realized that my seed is worth protecting and worth fighting for. Even if that means I have to repot myself, I have to change my soil, or I have to change who I surround myself with. And I hope, I hope, that if you don't feel that way now, you'll feel that way someday soon. I want you to get to the point, and if you're not there already, that you feel and know in your heart that your seed is worth fighting for and worth protecting, and that it will take sometimes, unfortunately, you moving soil and moving your seed to a different pot and changing your surroundings. So I challenge you, I challenge you this week to heighten your senses. If you are a religious person, I ask that you pray to God for a spirit of discernment. And using that, I ask that you take notes on what type of soil your seed is in. Take notes on what nutrients you're feeding your seed. And most importantly, take notes on who's watering your seed. That is it for this episode. Thank you all so much for listening. I just want to say I am overwhelmed and overjoyed with the amount of love and support that the first episode received. I am so excited for this journey. I know that this is what is in the cards for me and I'm so excited to see where this goes and grows. Thank you all again. Please inbox me at the end of the week what things you've been taking note of. I'd love to hear from you. But until then... And until our next episode, I wish you all peace, love, and blessings.